0: He comes. Ashraf no! hit on the pad. An appeal. An appeal. The umpire looks. He says no. Lyon pleading on his knee,
1: pleading. They are again going upstairs. Drama around Nathan Lyon's potential 500, test, for <laughs> line, 500 test wickets. Has he got 500 Test wickets? He does. <laughs> So I recommend to 12 the and a half years after out. his first test honest, wicket of Kuma Sengakara, Nathan Lyon joined Shane Warne and Glenn McGrath as Australian test cricketers with 500 test wickets.
0: Sensational call from Adam White, who gets a hero nomination, by the way, for answering a very, very late call-up to get from Melbourne to Perth when, unfortunately, the skipper of the SEN test commentary team, Gerard Waitley, came down with COVID and couldn't head over. Whitey answered the call, stepped up magnificently and did a brilliant job in calling the four days of that test match with Colo and, and Kat, who's going to join us after two, and Flem and, and the rest of the team, Barat uh, as well. He called Nathan Lyons 500 wicket, as you heard there. I mean, this is like Marnus stepping up in 2019 as the concussion sub. Nick Diagon in 2013 called up out of the crowd to kick four in the elimination final. This is one of the best late call-up performances. So a hero nomination to our man, Adam White, and a hero nomination to this man too. One of my favourites that I'll get to work with um, in my Well, uh, one of my favourite people that I've ever got to work with uh, in sport. Uh, He's my partner in crime for the Big Bash for a a T20 World Cup. We were up till all hours of the night uh, doing it from the TV during COVID when Australia won the T20 World Cup. Darren Chuck Berry was the man who pulled Nathan Lyon off a tractor, put him into the state side, and the rest is history. And Chuckleberry Finn's been good enough to jump on. Hello, partner.
1: Good afternoon, uh, partner. Oh, I'm still waiting for the call-up. Uh, my phone didn't <laughs> ring. I was hoping to get over to Perth to call that guest wicket, but uh, Hutchie must have lost my number, unfortunately. But uh, hey, well done to Whitey. I must admit, I was tuning in and he uh, did a great job. But Nathan Lyons, the man that we're talking about, uh, elite, elite, uh, to be honest with you, Sammy. And people always say, oh, it's only off-spin. That's what makes it more elite for mine, that it is only off-spin. And, He's made a craft. Shane Warne made leg spin sexy again. Or well, Nathan Lyon has uh, just hit 500. Just get that into your head. 500 test wickets bowling off spin. Uh, unbelievable stuff.
0: Tell the story, Chuck. It's it's part of cricket folklore now. I've made the point that I think this is almost like a movie script, the Nathan Lyon story. Um, just talk us through how it all unfolded, you pulling him off a mower.
1: Many people have heard it, and I don't want to bore them with it. No. But, uh, it's certainly, a, a, you know, it was a proud moment last night. I must admit, I opened a cold stubby watching out the back and heard Whitey's call and the drama of DRS. Uh, but for those that hadn't heard it before, yeah, I was lucky enough to be in the position to be coaching South Australia. Uh, or actually, at the time, the South Australian T20 side only it was before I moved across there. And we were training at Park 25 now that's been redeveloped in Adelaide, the Karen Rolton Oval, and beautiful setup. And Nathan Lyon was a groundsman, as many people know, uh, at the Adelaide Oval. And he'd come down from Canberra, country boy from Young in New South Wales. And I, I think it was Callum Ferguson, because he was playing with him at Prospect, said to me, that kid on the roll is a pretty good off-spinner, Chuck. You should have a look at him. So I called him over, and he was a very shy kid, Nathan. And, and that probably hasn't changed all that much. And he said, oh, no, I've got to roll the wickets. I said, come and have a bowl, mate. Come and have a bowl with us. We were doing a centre wicket practice. Long story short, I convinced him to have a bowl. And without being silly about it, he bowled about three or four balls. And the fizz on the ball that came out of his fingers was like, I hadn't seen an off spinner do that. i had been lucky enough to keep the shame who fizzed it like no other. But for an off spinner to do it, it's very different. A wrist spinner can flick it and get, you know, real real zip on the ball, and off-spinner generally roll the ball out. They're boring. They're, they bowl doorknobs, and everyone bowls them in the park. This was special. It went up and over, and it fizzed, and it hung in the air, and it dropped. And I, straight away, I thought, this is, this is special. I rung the director of cricket, Jamie Cox, at the time, and I said, mate, there's a kid down here. I want to pick him. And Jamie, he said, Darren, he's not even in the state squad, mate. He's playing at prospect. We can't pick him. I said, you need to come down here. Jamie came down, and to to his credit, he supported me as the new coach. We went out on a bit of a limb, and we we plucked him, and we put him into the T20 team. It was the year before the Big Bash started, so we're going back 12 years now, Mm. uh, and we played him. He played his first game against New South Wales. I have a vague memory that he might have got David Warner out with his first T20 wicket. I'd have to check that, but that's how it started. It was... It was strange, and yeah, sitting there last night thinking, "Wow, that kid that was rolling the wickets." And the story is, not just because it was Nathan Lyon and I was the coach it was an opportunity. All I provided was an opportunity for this kid, and he's taken it and run with it. And I remember sitting with him before he went to Sri Lanka for his first test. He was so nervous, didn't think he was up to it. We were watching Vision of the South um, Sri Lankan batsman. He goes over there and he gets Sangakara with his first wicket. Yes. And then it, it just took off, uh, Sammy, like a steam train. And, and here we are 12 years later, and I'm sitting there yesterday thinking, this kid's taken 500 test wickets. He's Australian legendary status, Worn McGrath, Lion, and I think there's plenty of petrol still in the tank.
0: The, the fact alone, Chuck, that, I mean, it's a credit to you and all the people you mentioned, Cal Ferguson and Jamie uh, as well, because that is what part that is what makes this such a magical story. That it, it required like a lot of things in life, someone to go out on a limb for him, someone to to put their neck stick their neck out. It's such an Australian way to do it, to, to to try and pump up someone to give them an opportunity when there were none coming, to take him off a a, 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 a roller and put a ball in his hand, and it's paid. Mm in spades because at a time when some people think that maybe not everyone in the the Australian test team is as lovable as they could be. He is, he has been and and will continue to be. He is the one you can guarantee will have the crowd chanting his name, going up with every ball and, and, and genuinely getting around him. So he has been a hugely important figure, not just for the wickets that he's taken, but for the love that he's brought to the team at times when, and I don't agree with the fact that there hasn't been, but there hasn't been as much. And, for, for all of that and more, this is a story that, as you say, might not be finished yet, given that I mentioned the stat before that your late great mate Shane Warne averaged 4.88 wickets per test. Lyon averages 4.08. So Warne went from 500 to 700 in about three years. Pat Cummins thinks that Nathan Lyon has four to five years left. Is it conceivable that he could end up being Australia's greatest ever wicket taker?
1: a hundred percent it is a hundred percent it is because i'll tell you why the craft of leg spin is far more taxing on the body than off spin because the revolutions and the the arm path for a leg spinner and and he had shoulder injuries touch wood touch wood i was a bit worried when nathan went down with his calf injury because calf injury is normally an old man's injury but I, I do know that he's got a personal trainer he works extremely hard on his fitness he's got you know that elite build he doesn't carry weight He's a gun in the field. He's a popular team member. He's a humble champion, Nathan Lyon. There's two people I've met in sport. I digress, Sammy, but I wanted to mention this. I think the best bloke I've ever met in sport, because he's a humble champion, he works on SCN, is Andrew Gaze. He is... No one would have a bad word about Andrew Gaze. No. And Nathan Lyon... Nathan Lyon is a similar character. Humble, uh, respectful... Uh, thankful for the opportunities, mm. taken nothing for granted. Uh, I'm pumping Gaze up a bit, but I love Andrew Gaze. <laughs> and, and, and Nathan Lyon reminds me of Andrew Gaze. Uh, and he doesn't look like slowing down. So look, you, you never know what's around the corner. Yeah. None of us do. But it is conceivable that he could play another three or four years of Test cricket. Why can't he? He's bowling well and he's still fit. It's not as if he's, he's, he's dropping off. And he's consistent. You tell me, and any listener ring up, Nathan Lyon really has a... Uh, he was, what's he played? 123 tests? Mm. I can't remember too many bad ones. I'm sure there is, but I can't remember too many. So the consistency for a spinner, Um, I just think it is it is an unbelievable story. And for him to join Warren McGrath, he'll, he'll run past McGrath, you know, fast yep. bowler McGrath, 560-odd. He'll get McGrath. The question is, does he get Warren in four, four years' time? how much test cricket, you know, I haven't looked that far ahead, but they average about 10 tests a year, 40 tests. I'm not very good at math, Sammy, 40 tests <laughs> in four years, 10. Um, if he takes four wickets, there's 160. Jeez, we, we're getting up there.
0: Yeah, and as I said, he averages 4.08 wickets a test. So it's absolutely conceivable But that this, that this bloke, who didn't have a contract, had to get through a few hoops even to get a game when you asked... Um, was a groundskeeper, could end up being the greatest ever wicket-taker in Australian Test history, passing a man who's in the top five cricketers to ever play the game on a statistical level. I mean, it's, as I said, if you walked into a Hollywood studio and said, I've got an idea for a movie, they'd just laugh at you. They'd say, Rudy was a big enough stretch. Uh, we don't know we can make this one. It, it, that's how incredible the, the, the Nathan Lyons story is, and uh, you've been a, a big part of it, mate. So I'm glad you are able to take us down... Memory lane to just retell the story of how it all happened for him, and going from I think he made his first class debut, Chuck, in Feb of 2011. He was on that plane to Sri Lanka later that year. So, you know, we're we're going. You know, Todd Murphy had a couple of years, you know, a season and a bit of Sheffield Shield before he made his debut. Well, Nathan Lyon didn't even have that. No,
1: spinners normally take a long time to mature. They they really do, and that's why it's also remarkable because. Again, I, I distinctly remember, we picked him in the T20. That's when he started. Mm. And then I went over there the next year to coach the Shield side. So they actually picked him in the Shield. He played in Perth. I remember Kim Hughes. I spoke to Kim Hughes at the time, and he thought he was a beauty as well. You know, so the, the talent was there. But he was just playing club cricket for prospect and, and wasn't setting the world on fire. It's a great lesson for everyone out there playing club cricket. You're never as far away as you think. And you just need someone to believe in you and give you the opportunity, uh, you know. And that's what Jamie Cox and myself and the other South Australian people involved. We saw a talent, we we gave it an opportunity, we nurtured it, and then he he took it and run and run he did, and he's still running. So for, for kids out, to, you know, there's a chance, and it doesn't have yeah. to be a spinner, a keeper. You just never, if you're playing Premier First Eleven cricket, you, you are. Two steps away for playing for your country and most of go, oh, not me well I'm telling you what Sammy Nathan Lyon thought no chance mate no chance hopeful rolling the wicket come and have a bowl mate Jamie you need to come and see this kid let's pick him yeah now he's in the shield side Wow he's going to Sri Lanka. it happened quick
0: and those are the great those are the stories Chuck aren't they that are so important for those kids that you're mentioning who might not be getting picked in the representative teams at this moment. Who might not be where they want to be in their cricket at this moment, but to be but that he is one of those examples of yes, there's a bit of right place, right time, but he moved here, there, and everywhere to try and get an opportunity. He moved to Adelaide to get one and to impress, yep. and he got one with some help from Cal Ferguson, you and Jamie, and 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 we know the story that you've just told. But it's like the Michael Barlow story in footy or the Sean Manor story this year. It it sometimes takes you down a different path, but there is a way to realise your dream, and it doesn't always have to be through the conventional route. So that's why this story is such an important one as well. A
1: hundred percent. Never stop believing is the message, and it doesn't matter whether you're 17 or you're 27 if you believe. There's plenty of stories. There's so many, and cricket's good for that. Mickey Lewis was one for Victoria you know, drinking beer in the pub and dragged him out of the pub and he came in the Victorian side. (laughs) Michael Hussey started his career late and went on to be a great of Australian cricket. So there is, you know, there's people out there now playing club cricket. They're not that far away and, and, and dare to dream. You never know. And just so, so pleased for Nathan, wonderful family. And uh, there's plenty more to come. And I look forward, Sammy, alongside you to watching it and you know I think you 'll go past McGraw whether he gets to warn let 's talk let's talk again, you and I in three four years' time. I reckon we need to have this chat and look into the crystal ball.
0: Well, hopefully you and I are talking before then Chuck I 'd be disappointed if it took us another three to four years to have a chin wag, my friend but um oh, mate, good, <laughs> I'll love you and leave you because we 've got an ad break apart, uh, approaching us uh, and we 're going to hit that pretty hard. but Chuck, thanks so much for jumping on and and for retelling that story because that 's where it all started. We appreciate it mate.
1: Anytime, mate. Merry Christmas to you and to your loved ones and to all the SDN listeners. Have a great Christmas.
0: Uh, one of our favourites, Darren Chuck Berry, and the part that he played in the Nathan Lyon story that saw its crowning moment, the third Australian, to take 500 test wickets. This is afternoon. Sam Hargraves in for Dwayne, one 736 And for the person number 318, who's asking, what the hell is Rudy? You need, to be, you need to just uh, polish up on your great sporting movies of all time. What's Rudy? Please, do yourself a favour. Check that out wherever you can. Back after this.